All right. Hey, I'm Gordon. I'm Allison. And this is Just Add Soy Sauce, episode two. Yes. You know what's funny? So I'll be honest um, with our listeners here. We couldn't sleep after (laughs) after the first episode, right? Maybe it was like adrenaline and yeah, like it took a while to go to sleep and then our youngest woke us up. I didn't get a good night's sleep, yeah. Yeah, it was and then I woke up the next day and I'm like, Did we do the right thing here? (laughs) (laughs) By deciding to air our thoughts to the public. (laughs) Kind of exposed. Yeah, it was like like you said, I agree, it's like excitement, but kinda like scary because I don't know, like like you said, it's like is are we off? Like is just does this just sound ignorant? It's a little risky. Yeah. And I think we're the type who are prepared to be you know, critiqued as well. We're open to it. But yeah, that never yeah, feels yeah. good, right? Yeah. But this is what's necessary. <laughs> it's yeah. what's necessary. I always underestimate that. You know, whenever we try something new, I always underestimate the the cost, you know, of learning. But but yeah, it's required. It's needed. So Oh gosh, I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so so anyway, so anyway, so audience, yes, forgive us because episode two is probably not gonna be much more clean <laughs> or or polished um but i think that's kind of what the purpose of the way we're doing this is pretty un- unintentional but pretty intentionally uncut yeah but we have an idea i mean your your idea is totally right you know we we harped on the whole idea of you know family is a powerful thing and i think naturally any person listening to that is kind of like well like is your family all put together is it and i'm like right no absolutely (laughs) not right yeah but the implication might be like if i we never talked about it then it might we might be implying that it was right so i guess we're talking about family we are well and because the way that you know we ended the last episode with it was almost like a simple answer Mm-hmm. Right, that yeah, you just like, need to walk with grandma, right? It but it's so obvious, yeah. But mm-hmm. it's not obvious, mm-hmm. and right. I think we also said like there's so much complexities in that, and we have no like we just totally want to keep emphasizing we have no answers because we ourselves are still kind of in the mess of that journey. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that we naturally wanted to talk about family next because I don't think we can address identity um, and Asian identity, Asian mm-hmm. American identity without like simultaneously discussing family and immediately when you say that like i have this thought of people go to mental health right away and we go to Mm. go to like tools and we go to like you know man i don't this is not to intend to offend anybody but you know like you know when i go to relax or something like I try to I try to get hyped up or motivated. Be like, hey, what are what are Asian Americans doing? What are they talking about? Where are they going? And you know, trying to get a feel for the pulse of the culture right now. And mm-hmm. and maybe maybe I'm you know it's just the cookies on my computer or something. But it's just like it this this tale of you know you go to the about us page and it's like oh I used to be in corporate and now I'm a life coach because you know Asian people don't know how to feel and I'm teaching them how to feel for money now. You know, and I'm like I hear that like. 19 times in a row from like different that's people a journey all yeah and it could be a person's journey and and that's immediately what i think it's yeah like when we're talking about family like 
no, come on. Like you and I, we both done therapy. We both done counseling. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, I saw a psychologist and yeah. stuff like that for a season of our my life. And we and believe in it. Yeah. We're not anti that. Yeah. We believe in the therapy. Everyone needs therapy. Yeah. Yes. But when we're talking about family, I don't, I don't feel like we're going to be talking about like, you know. Yeah. Tools and right. you know, emotional awareness and you know, trigger, trigger words or trigger, you know. It's important though. Yes. And in a professional setting, yes. But I think for us who are not professionals, we're not mental yeah. health professionals exactly. by any means, right? I think we can only just talk about what we talk about typically and how we, you know, pulling from the experiences of our therapy, through therapeutic, you mm-hmm. know, experiences. And then also with the conversations we have with mentors, our mentors mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. who have poured into us, right? And but unpacking family is always such a hard conversation. I mean, oh gosh, this is get, okay, it's going to get messy. And okay, first of all, full disclosure, family, we know you're listening, okay? Because you're the only ones who have this link right now. So we know you're listening. <laughs> and that's okay, because this is us. And I know you guys want to know us like this. And we just never have a chance to talk about it, right? Sure. In, in many forums. Um, in most forums, you know, we get together for holidays. This is probably the best forum because it's the, the least sensitive way for to get our full thought of cross and then they can just digest it. It's not like we're afraid to tell them face to face. Right, but, but see, the way that you bring it though, typically yeah, this is what happens, yeah. okay? We'll be talking, everybody will be good in the room and then you come in with your super deep thought about what you've processed about Asian American identity and then yeah. the room goes dead. Right. And then they start walking away. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Because I had a head start because I've been thinking about it for like three months. Right. I dropped this line on them. and Oh, and that's not just family. That's pretty much... Anywhere I That's go. really funny. That's... <laughs> when I get tired okay, of honey. guys talking about ESPN, I, <laughs> I just drop deep thoughts about me being alone and my principles. And... Super antisocial. Yeah, it's, it's a bad thing. It's... Yeah, we're working on that. But anyway, so let's stick to family. <laughs> And the way you tell me to work on it is just don't talk. Don't talk. Well, like, I become that passive Asian guy that I always hated being. But but that's okay. Different episode. There's a different reason why I'm doing that. It's an intentional yeah. silence. It's an intentional silence Thank rather you. than just deer in the headlights. And... I think we're going on tangent. Because <laughs> we're talking about family. Okay. Anyway, okay. My our point is that family is always messy. And anyways, my disclosure statement was, yes, we are fully aware our family is going to be hearing this. And we... We promise this this place is going to be messy. I mean, the dialogues that we have in our home are messy. and um, But, but they're honest. that's not honest. an excuse to be irresponsible with what we say. Right, yeah. correct, mm-hmm. correct. Mm-hmm. And we will always commit to honoring family, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And, and that's 100%. And, um, but no, this is really our journeys with family has, has been a long one, right? Ever since we got married 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Family was the... I wouldn't say it was the biggest issue. I feel like it was it was uh, probably the second biggest issue. What would you say is the first? Um, expectations within the home. But that was that was because of the houses we grew up in. Because, of yeah, exactly, our families. But, but we didn't necessarily <laughs> argue about family. But I feel like hmm. when we did argue, like I think of like, you know, when I go to a Thanksgiving or a Christmas at... Your, your side, mm-hmm. I thought my expectation, because I was bottom of totem pole, youngest kid in my family, or youngest child, the only one born in the States, so I was othered already. 
So I had no, no seat at the table. So it was just easy. Show up, keep your mouth shut. Because everything you say is disrespectful. So I would show up at your gatherings, sit down and eat egg rolls till kingdom come. <laughs> and, and I was like, cool. Like, and we drive home and you look at me like, what the heck's wrong with you? Like, you didn't engage. You didn't talk to anybody. Yeah. You, didn't, you weren't hospitable. You didn't lead. You didn't do nothing. And I'm like, I did perfect. I showed up and I ate egg rolls. Well, see, so, no, I, okay, maybe, but it's interesting that you don't think that family was a big conversation for us because I feel like a lot of our fights in our early stages of marriage mm-hmm. stemmed from not just our own journeys of learning each other and yeah. like we had a rough start to our marriage. Another episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, but, but I feel like as we started working on it mm-hmm. like at the end of the day it would come down to arguments about family that prompted a lot of our because our expectations were totally different right and that was informed by our families correct correct yeah so that in in that case then it's completely related right yeah. right i think we need to start explaining okay what exactly we're talking about now because yeah <laughs> okay so here let me give you context so okay this is a distinct argument that i remember Wait, hold on. Was it about family? No, I think this was the brunt of most of our arguments where we would have a family gathering and it was typically at my family. Mm -hmm. And because the relationship that I have with my family was very different. Much closer. From Mm -hmm. what your experience with your family was. Mm -hmm. Right? So, you know, we had big gatherings and... You know, we have cousins, aunts, uncles, all there, and we're super imperfect. You know, there's yelling all over the place and drama, but it was fun. Like, it was loud, it was fun, and people accepted the reality of this is what our family situation was, right? Mm -hmm. And we would then leave the setting, and at the time, I don't think that we even had kids. No. It was just you and me. Yeah. And we were in those early stages, and on the drive home, there was just this immediate tension. Like, literally, I'm, like, on a high from being with my family, and you are just closed. I was done. Like, I was, like, emotionally exhausted being, like, why why do we do this for six hours? Like, why why did you watch them play Majer, like, for four hours? And I'm, like, yeah, why, why, why? Right. Like, I could have been watching a Mark Wahlberg movie already. And (laughs) he's, like, dang, come on. Right. And the drive home, I mean, like, they lived, you know, pretty far from where we were. So the entire, what, 45-minute drive home was just tension. And I would would be like, okay, I don't, I really don't understand what's going on here. Yeah, we were kind of not connecting at all. Like, I was trying to, I wasn't purposely trying to give you the silent treatment, but I didn't know what I was feeling. I'm just like, I'm tense and I'm tired and it's like, why did you make me do this? And you're like, literally, I look at you and you're, you're like glowing. <laughs> I'm like, man, my family time like really energized me. And I'm like, I don't know how many times your aunt asked me if I was hungry. <laughs> I told her, dude, I'm good. I ate 19 egg rolls and the vermicelli is delicious. Like, dude, I'm good. Like, I know that's how you say you love me and you care about me. You're thinking about me. No, I'm serious. Right. Well, and and so the tense part was, and where we would really get into it, was pretty much then, you know, you would start bringing in the fact that, oh, well, 
you prioritize your family yeah, that was, over that me. That was a big one. Yes, I took it as disrespect, being like, I'm the husband, like, I'm your number one priority. Like, yeah. This is the number one relationship. But when we walk into a big family setting on your side, it's like, I'm, I'm second fiddle. That's yeah. what I felt. Right. Because, because you're, I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, your mentality is like, dude, I see them once or twice a year or mm-hmm. whatever. And right. so it's like, it's a special time where it's like, you have me all the time, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so it's just a focus for six hours. That's nothing. Right. You're not second fiddle. It's just, you're not the center of the show all the time. And I think that's the crux of our argument. In the past, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And... And it was, what, year? And this, I think that, I mean, the identity work that we've been doing in our own lives has started, like, way before this podcast. Sure. (laughs) All right? Um, And, like, it was really in the early days of our marriage where I started understanding, oh, my goodness, like, we have such different concepts of family. Mm -hmm. I did not think that we were going to make it, dude. (laughs) Like... Six months in, you were done. Six months in, I'm like, yeah. this guy is, like, I felt stuck between two worlds. You literally said you felt like being with me was having your legs and arms chopped off. <laughs> Did I say that? Yeah. I think I might have. And, and you felt so trapped. <laughs> Super cause, trapped. Because whatever, I had the intelligence of a two-year-old or something. <laughs> I don't know if I, you know, Emotional I probably did take a, it that far. Fine, of a four-year-old. Okay. <laughs> Gosh, and in steps our mentors. No, well, and then and then that's when we really started unpacking your journey with family, yeah, though. Yeah. And, and why why was it so different? I mean, you're Asian American. Mm-hmm. I'm Asian American. Didn't we all grow up with the expectation and the... And I never saw it as obligation. We grew up with the expectation that family was family. Yeah. One big thing that I think... The, the listeners need to know that that is almost obvious maybe but it's like you're the oldest mm. in the next generation and really mm. when I walked into your your mom's side mm-hmm. it's like I felt like kind of like royalty it was kind of like <laughs> oh I no I will never get this on my side you know mm. it's like you know and they talk to me they look me in the eye they ask for my opinion mm. they thought I actually had wisdom but I, I was actually shocked and I, and so in my mind I'm like no wonder like you're VIP here, but hmm. when I think about my family, mm. it's like it's just it's the opposite, actually. You know, tell because me about I'm that. the youngest. Yeah, I'm the youngest. I can't resonate. So yeah, yeah. tell me about that. I... And and there's you know there, people may talk about it as like patriarchy, toxic masculinity, but I, I'll just call it hierarchy. You know, there's a hierarchy in age, hierarchy in maybe like how much money or how much you contribute or how much um, you know the. Their Hold on, parents. let me clarify. That you grew up with? Or are you yeah, talking? Yeah, I would think so. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. And since my, you know, my immediate family, like my parents mm-hmm. and, you know, and my sister weren't necessarily like, you know, my sister wasn't like, you know, 4.0 and, you know, you know, 10 years in piano straight, you know, mm-hmm. and, and whatever. And I was a dud. So, um, but yeah, you know, and, and. Yeah, and my mom and dad wasn't, like, successful in, in, in those regards either. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and me being, again, like I said, like, the only American-born and the youngest, like, I was far younger than the other cousins. I'm like, I could be, like, 10, 13 years younger. Mm. You know, and my sister is seven years older. And I, I like I like what what 
my pastor said one time about his upbringing. He's just like, yeah, the age gap between my brother is so big. It's kind of like your parents raising two single kids. Mm. It's not like you had a sibling. Mm. And so like I was just so far behind that mm. it was just like I was kind of like an afterthought. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so it's like. So it was very different upbringings then. Yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would say right at that time, a mentor said to me, and maybe I took it too far, but it's just a, a step that I needed to go. But he said, you know, like in Asian families, there's, sometimes there's always like strings attached, mm. you know, and, and you won't be able to show that you honor or care or love your, your elder or your parents um, if there are strings attached, meaning like you still, you know, depend on their food that they give you. Uh, mm. to eat for lunch at your work throughout the week or you take you know like money from them regularly mm. and so he said the words like hey you need to cleave first mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. you know and then after you cleave for a season you can come back to your family and you can start to love them on on new terms yeah and then they can finally see like whoa you you honor and love me despite me Oh, it's not because I give you money. or It's, it's not, not a because... transaction. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's not for convenience. But in a way, I almost took that and ran with it being like, well, I'm not close with my family already. So cool. Cleave. And literally, like when our oldest was born, mm-hmm. uh, it was intentional for me to not ask for daycare, to, mm. not, to not update them regularly because I wanted to be like, I can do this myself. Like, I don't need your help. Like, we are grown we can do this. And literally, there was a span of maybe like three, four years that like I barely talked to them. I barely That's saw true. them. It's very true. And and I, I did that under under the re- the band the banner of, oh, I'm cleaving so that I can come back and, you know, truly show you that I can care and love you back, mm. you know, without being seen as the, the perpetual youngest child that will always need some sort of emotional financial or physical help mm. and but i but to be honest looking back now it's just like it was kind of convenient for me to be like oh i'm cleaving but i'm just kind of creating distance that worked out for me that's honest you know and and actually my life was way simpler and i dare i say happier because i didn't have to deal with that pain mm. because i just ran away in a way and said, no, I'm doing the healthy thing. I'm being an adult. I don't need anything from you. I'm doing great. Mm. And then only then maybe, you know, when when our second one came along or when you were just telling me, it's like, dude, like, I think it's time to kind of take steps back mm-hmm. to engage with the family. And that's when it started to get harder for me again because mm. I'm like, oh, I have to engage back with this um, this previous me mm-hmm. or this child experience that I had and, mm. and that's when it started getting tough again mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. if you don't if you can't honor your own parents how can you expect your own kids to do that for you mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. like and and I'm like yeah okay <laughs> that's true well to and, show a model but I mean that's also kind of cliche right we do it for our kids <laughs> no and that's not the motivation that's not that's no. that's not what we want to say either I think where and I, that is the elephant like if I did avoid just truly seeking to honor my parents on their terms yeah like if I avoided that then it's just like 
I, I can't say anything. Mm. You know? Mm. It's yeah. like, that's, that's where I came from. Like, that's where I'm attached to. Yeah. And, you know, and... Yeah, and we can't harp on the strength of, you know, Chinese longevity, being here for 5,000 years, being one of the only ancient civilizations left. And, and I can't even go one generation behind me and be like, oh, I'm connected to that. No, I'm like, no, see ya. And being hostile to that. But I want to reap the benefits of, oh, we're resilient, you know, and yeah, look at yeah. how we got here and look at all the contributions we made. And, and I'm like, no, I can't do that. That's hypocritical. You know? yeah. And I need to find my way to stay connected. To your immediate family. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And but, but I guess I don't know every listener's story. And that's under the assumption that, one, it wasn't an abusive relationship. Right, you know? right, right, and, right. And yeah, that, that, yeah that, that didn't happen. And, and also that I didn't do it alone. Like, I had support from you and many other people. Right. And, yeah, yeah. And so... I think we we don't give our older generation enough credit for being able to meet us where we're at. Yeah. We think we're the quote unquote woke generation, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. Yeah. And we're that so we that we're yeah. so enlightened and we yeah. know like because we see therapists and we have all the the common, you know, terminology to dissect what we're feeling. Yeah. But we don't give them enough credit like for their stories and how they've survived and assimilated here Mm -hmm. in the degree that they've assimilated. Our families have varying degrees of assimilation. Yes. You know, and I, and, and so, I mean, we don't give them enough credit for what they've been able to do. Right. I don't think I could do what they did if I was put in their shoes. We haven't really even asked. Have we asked? Exactly. As a generation. Yeah. 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 I personally think your dad's really cool. I, I remember a story. He was like, oh, we just got to Cambodia, and it was the best. And I'm like, dude. Like, <laughs> but he was a kid, he was saying. You had to leave because of war. And he's like, yeah, I didn't have to go to school for six months. My dad told me to go up that hill to get bamboo. To get food or something? Yeah, and, and, it's like, and we made our own hut with like reeds. It was awesome. Like, and mine worked because it didn't rain through, and it's like every time we woke up, we went to the ocean. We were just swimming all day. See, that's why he loves you so much. That's why, like, no, the fact that like, you even remember that story. That's... No, the way he looked at it, it was like, it was a time of uncertainty. And he was like, yeah. it was awesome. I just took a bath in the, the ocean. And then, <laughs> you know, like, the, and then the military would call us and be like, here's your rations for today. It's like, we got free food. <laughs> I'm like, jeez. And your mom is totally different. Very different. Like, you know, and, and, yeah. and like, she, she saves up and hoards because of, like, disaster can happen at any moment because that ha- it happened before. Yes. But, but your your dad was just kind of like, it was awesome. Didn't have to go to school. I made my own house. Yeah. And I swam with my brother. <laughs> and you can't explain that. Honestly, one day I'm going to have to ask my mom and dad. You know, actually, dad, mom, if you're listening, one day I will ask you. Um, how'd you come to that conclusion? How'd you decide to react, you know? How'd you, how'd you decide to respond the way that you did? Because, yeah, have we explored that? Yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah. But there's a resilience there that I don't think any of us youngsters can understand. No, we haven't been put through that. So, right? we, yeah, we, we can't. We yeah. won't. Yeah, so one thing, one thing about, you know, um, I noticed that, that was really healing for, for me is to observe your conversations with your dad. And mm. that almost gave me hope for 
uh, for my dad. You mm. know, to to like, dude, like we we couldn't talk for more than like three sentences without just being like, oh, we don't see each other, mm. and like it, it would just stop. But you know, like it was really healing for me to to just observe you talking on the phone with your dad, or he comes over and then he just like talks with you and jokes with you, and mm-hmm. and and it's not just about Chinese stuff, really. It was like. It's like he had that ongoing joke where he just walk around like a zombie, <laughs> and he goes like Obama, Obama. <laughs> you know when, when the universal health care came out, and, and he just okay. he just doing that callback all day, all night. He's like Obama, Obama. <laughs> it was hilarious, and like he, no, honestly, he has really well thought out ideas and views, really yeah. balanced, and and even when he disagrees with you, he hears you out, and he can always like I see that. And he always goes like, I know I can't change your mind, but he's not. It's re- surprising, actually. And he's not resigned yeah. in any way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. you guys are, you guys talk so well, and and yeah, that that really that really gave me like some some hope and also a framework to be like, that's what it could look like, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and to be honest, yeah, like I, we were talking about that that season of cleaving, um, but. Yeah, I was. I would have been. I would have been good if I saw my family like once every ten years. You know, like nothing, yeah. I would feel nothing. Yeah. And, and yeah. maybe that's how angry I was. You know. Right. I didn't know that at the time. Mm-hmm. But it's just like I was so calloused. You know. I guess that's how I, I got myself through. Like to to deal with the pain. To mm-hmm. like you know just to like callous it over. But yeah. to to have that coldness to to my family and and I I realize now. That that coldness is a hostility toward my family, mm. and that that that's a huge problem mm. when it comes to oh me honestly wanting to explore my Asian American identity. Yeah. If I just totally just no, that's non-negotiable. Not talking about that. I'm like, then we're not going anywhere. Yeah. You know, and I know it's painful. There's no pain like family pain, um, but. But yeah, just just seeing some hopeful examples, like you know, through through you and your family, um, I've given it a shot, you know, and and just recently, you know, um, we've just just been able to see some better perspectives, you know, because my lens was so jaded. I, I'm starting to understand now that you know when when my dad says something that that might prick me a little bit, and I'm like, I realize now that. He can see that I'm open, when for years and decades I've been closed, and and he's just trying to speak into my life. You know, yeah. he's not trying to exert a, an authority or control control over my life, even though I might perceive it that way initially. Mm-hmm. But him just giving his opinion or and and it may maybe delivered you know wrong or off, but I'm I'm healed enough to be like, I see what you're doing. You're just trying to, you're just trying to be a dad to me. Like mm-hmm. you're trying to have a say in my life, and I'm a grown man. I don't need to let you have that, and I can always just play that card. Like I'm grown now. It's too late for you, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, but but that's not gonna get me anywhere. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and to just be able to take that that comment or mm-hmm. that opinion and. And, you know, maybe a person from the outside be like, wow, your dad just did that usual, oh, you know what your problem is. And, and yeah, yeah, it did come off that way if you don't know the context. And, but honestly, I'm, I can be like, 
no, he just, he just wants a place in my life. And, and me taking that, maybe someone from the, you know, you know, mental health field being like, oh, that's, that's verbal abuse and that's emotional abuse and, and that's a toxic environment. It's like, you know what, um, objectively, maybe so, uh-huh. you know, but I feel like I have enough support and I have enough healing to be like, I see that for what it is and it's like, I can still be in the pocket mm-hmm. and I can still try to salvage this relationship, whatever it could be, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and I feel like we need to talk about that more. Instead of just labeling, and I'm, I'm grateful for the mental health work that's been done because it does give us vocabulary mm-hmm. on what mm-hmm. we feel. Because, yeah. man, the Cantonese vocabulary <laughs> for mental health... It's quite limited. Yeah. <laughs> Is like, it existent? I just don't know it. <laughs> I'm sure it's existent, but it's still, like, it... No, like, the English vocabulary and the labeling, it helps give us the structure and be like, okay, this is what's happening. Mm. But I feel like almost it's... We use that as fuel for the fire to keep not engaging mm. you know because mm. it's like oh toxic and i'm like yes oh, yes it is toxic it's mm. like but how do you contribute to making it less toxic mm. so that's never gonna happen that's my parents and it's like yeah i hear that a know? lot where it's, it's like, like oh they're never gonna change this is just them and yeah that's true that that's might true. be true people don't change yeah you know other yeah. than you know a, a higher power to be honest mm-hmm. you know something outside and that's true and but there's still this relationship of parent and child. Yeah. And, and I can't, this is dramatic, but like, I can't sleep at night or I can't live with myself if I just said, I just resigned and resigned all my responsibility as child. Mm. It's like, no, I need to do my part. And as long as it's up to me, I'm going to try to bring peace and whatever that looks like. And, and I can just only hope that something new can be created. Right. Well, and I've seen it already. It's been a, such an amazing thing, and I'm so proud of you because honestly, ten years ago, I never thought you would get to this place. Yeah. I I literally envisioned. I could not even imagine what it would like for you not to be angry with your family. Yeah. I literally couldn't. But I think it's been such a rewarding experience for me to just even witness your journey in the last couple of years because I'm gonna start getting teary. Like I'm already crying <laughs> because I see how. Um, how your 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 parents may not have changed, mm-hmm. right? But seeing your response to them change and your heart soften to them, and that's such a fluff term. Like, what does it mean to your heart to soften? But for you to just be able to hold your tongue in certain situations where I know it's causing you to grind your teeth, mm-hmm. like, that show of love, I also see that it's recognized by your parents, though. You think they see that? I feel like they do. I mm-hmm. feel like... There are days where they're still kind of like stepping on eggshells around yeah, you. Yeah, There are no, days. I see it on their face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that they can lose me at any moment. Yeah. I'll cleave again. I'll cleave another 10 years right now. Right. Yeah, yeah. I see it on their face. Be like, oh, they're backpedaling. They're like, no, 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 no. No, I didn't no, no. mean to say that. I didn't mean to say that. I didn't mean to offend you. <laughs> <laughs> I have no opinions. No opinions on this. Obama, Obama. <laughs> Shut up. No, my dad's going to be mad at you. From, no, Why, he it's hilarious. Be, I know, he would have been, you know. <laughs> no, but no, really. Like, I see the way that your parents have seen you grown. Mm-hmm. And they might not have the vocabulary to right. say it. Yeah. Or maybe even the, the know-how. Yeah, yeah. You know, how... how if they didn't have it, how, how do they know how to do it, right? right. So, yeah. like, they might not even have the know-how. 
to to express it to you、mm-hmm. but just in in the way that they're able to like laugh at i don't know just how they respond is different they recognize、freedom. your lightness、they're、yes there you go they are they yeah. are、just、they're more、so、freed、yeah. up around you、yeah. which is like thank you yeah <laughs> because yeah i mean that that's been that's i'm proud of you for taking that on i just want to say though that what you just said it just sounds so un-american It sounds exactly what every Asian person doesn't want to hear. It's like, you oh,、mean? you go back to your parents and just grind your teeth and don't say anything. And it's like, no, no, we're not talking about bearing. Oh, yeah, I'm not grinning and bearing. No, yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. We're talking about like self discipline, self control. Intentional. Very, yeah. Yeah. And, and you got to pace yourself. You can't, this is like a marathon. Like, you got to be ready <laughs> for these things. Right. You know? Right. But I, I think I would, yeah, I think someone that just heard you say that, they'd just be like, they're nuts. Like, I would never do that for, for my parents. Or I would never do that for this person in my yeah, family. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, oh, we've been passive. We've been stomped on our whole lives. Why are you asking me to do that again?、Mm. And I'm like, that's not, that's not exactly what we're saying.、Mm. You know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I, I like the phrase. I mean, this is a phrase I've been using for myself. It's like, you know what? Like, you, you need a level of pain tolerance. You、yeah. Know? And people do that in, in the you know, athletic realm, and it's so like, awesome with this dude with pecs and abs with Gatorade. And be like, th- that's pretty much implying pain tolerance, and that's heroic. You know, you do your model minority <laughs> career,、yeah. and, and there's a pain tolerance of, I'm a doctor, and it's so hard to be a doctor. It's so hard to be a lawyer. There's a pain tolerance there, and we, we make that heroic. Mm. And so you take that same mentality and being like, put this into re- trying as long as it's up to you to repair whatever is left in your family and saying, I am resolved to, to do this like for my career or, or for like being woke like no other or,、mm. or for being, you know, so with it or, or for being so.、Um, So, foodie, like I know everything, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and you know, and it's like if you can resolve to start to do a little bit of that to turn back and and to like, all right, fam, like I'm game, it's gonna take some pain tolerance, but I'm I, you should feel proud of it, and you should like, like you are with your career, like you are with your instrument, or like you are with your hobby,、mm-hmm. you know, like you should be proud because of it's it. the harder thing. Yeah, and it's not、thing. just this mere passive of, like, you know, I'm, I'm nobody, I'm nothing, I'm devalued. I、mm-hmm. need to find that somewhere else in other cultures. And, and it's like, that's not it. That's not it. At the same time, though, I mean, I, we can definitely empathize, though, right? Like, why would you ever want to walk back into that situation? Exactly. Yeah, I've、why? asked my that, myself that many times. <sighs> so, how have you answered it? Why? You know, to be honest, because of the pandemic, it has made it clear for me that the path that I'm on to try to be a, more American than I am Asian,、mm. like, that door's closed. I mean, I can't get any further.、Hmm. And, and no one, I'm not saying no one, but not many people has, have tried the more narrower path of like, okay, all right, if this American ceiling is there and like, you can't get it by force, I mean, like, I don't care what you do.、Mm. Like, I don't care. If, If you arm every Asian person, you know, <laughs> with, with nukes, like, that's, that's、um, not happening. Okay. Like, it's not going to change. I wasn't expecting that one. I mean, like, you're not going to f- yell your way. You're not going to hashtag your way yeah, yeah. past this ceiling.、Mm. Like, it's been clear, like, to me. Like,、mm. I'm not getting anywhere this way. And, and 
it's humiliating, but I'm like, the path that I've been hostile to, that I turned my back on, it's like, you know what? I haven't really explored what what the Asian part of Asian American is. Mm. But but that door ain't closed. It's just not discovered. You know? <laughs> yeah. There's just no it's paths like a... there. <laughs> right, right. And so it's like this this door of the American dream or this very specific American dream, that door is sealed, you know, and that line is very long. Mm. You know, from mm. all other ethnic groups being like, We're entitled to this and they are. Mm-hmm. And we are too. Mm-hmm. There's a long queue for that line. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's like, you can get freedom. You can get identity, which is part of your DNA, from this other path, this quote-unquote Asian side of Asian American. And let, let's start Let's start trying to cultivate that. Let's start mm. trying to put some paths down that path mm. and, and see where you get. And you're going to feel like, whoa, I got something to work with. You know, instead of... There's a belonging... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Instead of trying to sue Harvard, you know, and being like, hey, you know, we Chinese people, we we should get into Harvard more, you know, because we qualify. Is that happening? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. It's been. It's been happening. Okay. Not everyone agrees with that lawsuit. Not all Chinese people agree with that lawsuit. But, but yeah, it's been happening. Interesting. Okay. But, yeah, and so just going back to that, at least, at least you can work with something there. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's very underdeveloped. Yeah. But at least you got something to work with. Hmm. And and I, I think that's why I'm crawling back to it. That's why I'm trying to learn my my yeah. like Cantonese and that's why I'm going back to it. And yeah. it's like, no, there's something for me there. There's mm-hmm. something for all of us there. And it starts with the family. Yeah. And and yeah, it'll go beyond the family, absolutely, to other parts of our culture. But the fam family's first. Like where you came from, the yeah. house you grew up in, that's first. That's first. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm done, man. I'm spent. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Right, bringing me to tears. I think, I think we're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I thank you for tuning in, um, listeners. <laughs> yeah, that was, we... a, that was definitely more a serious one. Yeah. Um, a little messy. Yeah. But that just shows where I'm at with it. And Me too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's where we're at. But I appreciate you guys. And um, yeah, see you in two weeks. All right, bye. bye.